An entitled Karen thinks she's above the rules after claiming that her aunt owns the building. But once we find out that's a lie, karma comes back to bite her and she gets put in her place in a beautiful way. Here's what happened. This story takes place the summer of last year. My job is quite time consuming with a standard shift of mine more often than not starting at 10 in the morning and ending at 9 o'clock at night. A single shift pretty much consumes my entire day with me typically working five days a week or sometimes six depending on which rotation we happen to be on that week. Needless to say, I enjoy my days off. So I was relieved when June rolled around and I had a week's vacation scheduled for a much needed break. Rather than traveling anywhere for vacation, I simply wanted to spend that time at my apartment's pool with some drinks and some music and my feet up. But all of that gets derailed once this entitled Karen and her kids roll up. There I am one beautiful summer's afternoon, lounging by the pool, catching some rays, and all with not a care in the world. At one point, I glance over to the other side of the pool and I see two kids, probably no older than seven or eight each of them, with glass bottles provided by their entitled Karen of a mother. Now, the pool has a few generic rules. No running, no food, no smoking, stuff like that. However, these aren't really enforced. The only rule that is absolutely 100% enforced is that no glass is allowed in the pool area. The reason this rule is so important is because if glass breaks in the pool area, not only is it a hazard for everyone walking around barefoot, but maintenance has to assume that glass got into the pool itself and they will have to drain the pool to remove the glass from it. With that being both a timely as well as a costly procedure for the apartment complex to do, they won't refill the pool for the rest of the season because of it. They only want to drain it once and won't refill it again. So for the benefit of everyone's safety, as well as not having the pool be drained months before pool season is supposed to end, the leasing office and staff actually encourage tenants to enforce this rule amongst one another to ensure that it's actually being followed. So I get up and I walk over to them and I ask them pretty plainly, is that a glass bottle you've got there? After one of the kids nods yes, I say, okay, I only ask because the staff says they don't want those in the pool area because they could break and they'll close the pool down for the season if that happens. The entitled Karen chimes in and says, my aunt owns all of these buildings and you don't have to be the glass bottle police. They're being careful. It's fine. Now, in my head, I'm immediately questioning her claim that her aunt apparently owns these buildings as the apartment complex is owned by a property management company that oversees many different buildings, houses, apartments, and it is definitely not owned by just one person as this entitled Karen dismissively described. After this entitled Karen said that, I said to myself, I'm on vacation, and honestly, I'm not going to take any more time out of my day to argue about the validity of her statement, nor make any future fuss about the glass. So I just shrugged and went back to my chair on the other side of the pool. I'm not going to spend my cherished time off trying to argue pool rules with a Karen when it's the staff's job to do so. I did, however, shoot the apartment supervisor, Miguel, a text message saying that a big sign on the door to the pool saying, no glass, no exceptions, clearly wasn't an obvious enough indication since there's people who just ignore the rules, all because apparently their aunt owns the buildings. Now, Miguel's a cool guy. He's hung out at the pool with us several times and has always been good about repairs, accommodations, and anything else the tenants need. After he got this text message, he was not happy about this because he has heard every excuse in the book from, oh, we're just being careful, as well as people rationalizing it away, saying, oh, the glass bottle's nowhere near the water. It's fine. He has heard this many, many times, and he still can't believe that so many people can't follow one simple rule. Miguel messages me back and says he has the day off. Otherwise, he would be more than welcome to come down and tell them himself that they can't have glass at the pool. But he 
he said that he's going to text the leasing office manager, whose name is Hannah, and tell her all about it and says that she would take care of it from there. At this point, the entitled Karen and all of her kids had already left, so I had thought it was all in the rearview mirror and taken care of. But boy, was I wrong. About five minutes or so later, I noticed that the entitled Karen was coming back to the pool with a bit of urgency in her step, and she was heading specifically towards me. I thought to myself, here we go. She walks up to me and she looks enraged. Hey, you, she says to me, as I look up to her to try and respond in some kind of way. She interjects and starts screaming at me, telling me how she got a phone call from her aunt and she was basically put in her place about having the glass bottles. She goes on to say, was that really necessary? Did you need to do that? You're so stupid. At this point, I was feeling petty, so I responded, I'm not stupid, I'm handsome. This really set the entitled Karen off because she said, no, you're fat and you're ugly. I bet you got teased when you were in high school. And so I said, actually, I was more or less busy in high school learning how to do basic things like reading and writing. And now I can read things like that sign on the entrance that says no glass, no exceptions. What about you, ma'am? Can you read? The entitled Karen turns beet red and storms off, muttering something under her breath that I can't quite make out. But I just go back to my corner, thinking about getting back to enjoying my vacation. Only now, I see Hannah coming out of the leasing office and heading my way. I meet her at the pool entrance, and she tells me that Miguel texted her about the glass at the pool, and that she immediately knew who they were. Turns out, the entitled Karen's aunt didn't own the buildings, as she tried to say earlier, but rather just ran the front desk, answering the phone for the holding company that actually owned the complex. The entitled Karen's aunt had called Hannah and asked her to let this lady and her kids in the pool for the day. Once Hannah got the text message from Miguel about the glass, Hannah called the aunt and relayed the message, which in turn resulted in the entitled Karen getting a call from the aunt asking her to get rid of the bottle. The cause and effect of this blew me away, and I apologize for creating such a terrible situation for Hannah, because I didn't think it would get this out of hand, but Hannah assured me I was completely in the right and thanked me for reporting something that could have been dangerous. I'm delighted to say that this story has a happy ending. Because of my good deed, Hannah was able to hook me up with a new AC unit installed into my apartment. Normally, it would have been a process to look for an AC and to do all sorts of other stuff to try and maintain it, but because I was on Hannah's good side and I had done a good thing and a good deed overall, they gifted me with a brand new AC unit to be installed the next day. So because of this entitled Karen, I got a new AC unit, all because I tried to make people follow the rules. And honestly, that sounds pretty good to me. I honestly love it when I see entitled Karens get put in their place in a way that is so beautiful. They try and make up some bogus lie that their aunt owns all the buildings, as if they're like Bill Gates or something, and then they get put in their place in the most beautifully embarrassing way that will hopefully correct this kind of behavior and prevent them from being so entitled in the future. So good for this original poster for doing what is right and protecting people from, I don't know, stepping on broken glass. Because nobody needs some dangerous entitled Karen walking around with glass bottles at their pool anyways. This next one came from the Am I the Jerk podcast subreddit. Check the links in the description if you'd like to submit your own story. Am I the jerk for getting my neighbors kicked out of our apartment complex? I'd like to start off by saying that this was a few years ago. I live in an apartment complex and while housing as well as the owners are good and they keep things well maintained and such, they really don't care about the people that live there so long as it doesn't result in legal trouble. After a year of having a sweet old lady for a neighbor, the new horrible ones moved in. There were four of them in total that moved into the apartment meant for just one person. One week later, I catch the two kids playing with the hose that I bought and is hooked up to my apartment's water. I went out and turned the 
the water off before politely asking what they were doing and why they were using my hose. They responded by saying, We want to see the rainbows. Mommy and Daddy said to use the hose to see them. I knocked on the door and asked them to not use my hose and water for anything without my permission, since I'm the one paying for it. They gave me a dismissive, yeah, yeah, whatever, while rolling their eyes. This pattern continued until I had had enough and told them that I would be getting housing involved if they didn't stop. From that point on, they constantly had 10 or so people in or around the apartment 24-7 and always made a lot of noise deliberately all day. They only stopped at night so nobody could call the police. And those extra people would stay for weeks at a time, taking up any guest spot as well as roadside parking in the process. A few months later, I hear the porch by the door creaking and turn just in time to see the dad from this apartment speed walk away. They were spying on me from my front door and probably have been for a while now. The next day, I got a knock on my door and a cop was there. They asked if I knew anything about my neighbor's side of the building being vandalized. I didn't and told him as much. He told me to keep an eye out and to try and get evidence like pictures or a video if I can. I much later found out that they vandalized their own apartment exterior to try and get me arrested. The last straw came when they called the cops on me again. This time they claimed that I was threatening them and that I was making some serious plans to do something. When the cops showed up, it was all just a big misunderstanding and despite trying to explain this to the officer, I was chewed out for 10 minutes before he left. After that, I had had enough and reported everything that they did for over a year, all of which caught on the cameras the owner set up because these neighbors were selling something very illegal, if you know what I mean. They were evicted shortly after that and thankfully I never had to deal with them ever again. You are definitely not the jerk in this situation and that honestly really sucks you had to deal with that. I've had some terrible neighbors myself that absolutely made me want to pull my hair out and it really sucks when you're dealing with those types of people because at the end of the day there's not much you can really do unless you catch them in the act and have it on some type of recording. Thankfully though it looks like that's exactly what happened and these people were able to get kicked out of their apartment. What's even worse is the fact that they would falsely accuse you of doing stuff and try and get you reported to the police. All because you stopped their stupid kids from playing with your water that you would have to pay for. Such an unfair situation but at the end of the day you won because they have to live somewhere else. And honestly that's the kind of karma anybody would look for after going through this for over a year. I broke up with my boyfriend and moved out but he's still acting like we're together and honestly I don't know what to do about this. The other day I finally ended things. I packed my belongings, told him that I'm breaking up with him because of his drinking problem as well as him constantly treating me like garbage, said I was completely done with him and I was gone. I moved out the same night I said that. I told him that because I love him and because I care about him, I told him I'd like to try and remain friends as well as to include him in my life in some ways. I even agreed to go to a movie this weekend that we were originally planning on seeing. The thing is, he is still texting me constantly, starting it with babe and ending it with I love you. And because of this, I feel obligated to tell him that I love him back. When I was leaving, he asked if it was forever and I didn't want to say yes and hurt him more. So I said something like, I can't say what the future holds. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Honestly, this entire situation is incredibly messy, and I'm just not sure what to do. I'm really confused by this original poster because you basically said, hey, we're breaking up, and then decided to still go on dates with them, still text him and be like, hey, I love you, as well as kind of lead him on. So did you really break up with him, or what's going on? And also, why would you want to still be friends with this person? He has a drinking problem, he treats you like garbage, you've clearly made that known, and you moved out of his house, leaving him behind. Like, it seems like you did everything that you would normally do when you're breaking up with someone except for actually break up with them to allow this person to still be in your life after making these types of moves in my opinion makes it seem like you are not serious about breaking up with him it all looks like a really bad act and is honestly sending mixed messages if you're really breaking up with him then you would act like it you didn't even act like this is a forever situation where you are completely done with him you couldn't even give him a solid answer because you didn't want to hurt his feelings well guess what he's hurt your feelings plenty of times by treating you like garbage why on earth are you now picking your battles. If I was in your shoes, I would set some very clear and serious boundaries. I would tell them, no, I don't love you like this anymore. If I'm kicking this person to the curb, guess what? They're going to the curb and no amount of guilt tripping is going to bring them back. So yeah, you need to communicate much clearer that no, this isn't just a break. We're not getting back together. The relationship is over and it's final. The guy that you're breaking up with clearly seems like a complete moron. So you need to be a lot more clear and direct. He is not going to read between the lines. You need to be crystal clear. Otherwise, he's absolutely not going to get it. But what would you do if you were in this situation? Leave a comment down below. We would love to hear it. My aunt, who never took care of her own mother, wants her inheritance. And I had to watch on the sideline as my parents had to deal with it. This happened quite a while ago, so I'm not sure of all the details, as I've honestly tried to block them out. My grandma was always in my life. When I was a toddler, I would go to her apartment for her to babysit me. Eventually, though, because of some housing issues, she was kicked out of her apartment and lived with us, me, my mom, and dad. From 2018 to 2019, her health declined dramatically, and she had a major stroke. She had smaller ones before, but this one left her paralyzed on the right side of her body, as well as a host of other medical problems. In March of 2020, in a nursing home alone, unable to move or speak anymore, she passed away in her sleep. My mom was understandably very upset and could barely stop crying, and since I was a kid, I was also very sad at the time too. About a week or so after she passed away, one of my aunts texted my mother, without any discussion beforehand, mind you, and messaged my mom to ask, which was more of a demand than anything else, that she move my grandma's requested burial site to be done somewhere else. My aunt also had the audacity to request some of her life insurance money as well as her remaining bank money. At that moment, I watched my mom cry over what her own sister said, who, by the way, did absolutely nothing for my grandma in the last five years of her life. When it comes to the aunt who did this, I only saw her once in real life, despite her being only a few hours away 
away, and she had hair that was the same color as my grandma, which was a stunning red. Honestly, all I really remember from her was that she was snappy and rude to everyone, and after that experience, I hope I never have to deal with her ever again. When loved ones pass away, that's when the greedy relatives really start to show who they really are. They start to hold out their hands and demand their share of whatever's left. I know I've seen it in my life, and I'm sure you've seen it in other people as well. It's just really unfortunate that people act like this, especially in such a hard time, such as somebody passing away, leaving everybody they know and love behind. And worst of all, this aunt that's acting like this did nothing to help out with their mom. By what's being described, it really seems like this is someone who just waited and did nothing to help out in a situation where things were starting to fall apart. But instead, they just want to capitalize on life insurance and remaining money in somebody's bank account, which honestly shows so much as to who this person really is. So I think if anything, make sure you spend time with your loved ones because you honestly never know how much time you have left and it's honestly better to have no regrets. My boyfriend started making comments about my stomach and it's making me very insecure now. I've been dating my boyfriend for a little over two years. I've been the same weight and size for well over three years now. For some background, I've had struggles with my weight in the past and even at my smallest, I always had a little belly pouch right below my belly button. Like I stated before, when we were dating, I was the same size I am now and nothing about my body has changed. I am very insecure about my weight though, despite my small size. However, in contrast, my boyfriend has gained about 20 to 25 pounds ever since we've gotten together. He can be insecure about his belly and I'm always super reassuring, telling him that I think he's very attractive and not to worry about the extra weight. Over the last few months, I've noticed him making comments about my belly while also physically patting it and pointing it out. Not in a super mean way, but still in a way that makes me feel like he doesn't like it. The first couple of times, I thought he was just joking around. But now that it's become consistent, I'm starting to feel really insecure about it. I'm not sure if this is some type of projection on his end, all because his body has changed significantly or something like that, but I just don't know what his deal is. The tipping point for me was yesterday, when he made a comment about it, and I said, well, it doesn't look big in this photo I just took. He replied and said, yeah, that's just because you're good at hiding it. Honestly, when I heard that, it really hurt my feelings. I have a yearly physical, and I get my blood work always checked on time, and I'm in the normal BMI range. I eat loads of fruits and vegetables and have a wide variety of foods in my diet. I also walk one to three miles a day. So I really don't feel like this is some weird way of him saying he's concerned about my health. He, on the other hand, rarely eats vegetables and has a high diet in pasta, meats, and cheeses. And I'm adding this detail just to reinforce that I don't think he has health on his mind when he's making these comments. I guess I'm just asking, how should I bring this up to him? and let him know that his comments are really starting to take a toll on me. Every time he said something, I always question why he's even saying anything in the first place. And he just replies, well, I still love you. So it's like he doesn't understand why I'm questioning his comments because he continues to make these types of comments. What should I do? Your boyfriend is 100% projecting his own insecurities on you. He has gained 20 to 25 pounds and he is using your own insecurities against you 100%. It's incredibly insulting 
insulting to be completely honest because he probably knows your history of having body image issues. I'm sure that's come up at some point and it's just really not fair to you because he knows for a fact that this is a problem for you. So basically he's being a big jerk and there's no reason for him to act like that. I think honestly you need to set some serious boundaries with your boyfriend. You need to make it very clear that these comments hurt your feelings, that this is not something you appreciate and that it makes you feel terrible. Maybe even re-explain your history of having body image issues and how these types of comments bring up previous trauma that you really don't want to have to have in your life. I'm sure he does love you, but the way he's treating you is really convincing me otherwise. But I honestly hope you get this worked out and hopefully you can figure out a way to make him stop saying these terrible comments because you legitimately do not deserve this type of treatment in your life. My girlfriend makes double my salary, but wants to split the rent 50-50 and I'm not sure what to do. My girlfriend and I are going to move in together and we're looking for some rental apartments. She makes around double my salary. This doesn't bother me. I'm happy that she does well and we love each other a lot. However, when discussing our rent budget, she made it clear that she wants to split rent 50-50. Even living in a cheaper apartment would be difficult for me as I currently live at home and it would mean having to make some serious sacrifices just to live together. She is also looking at some nice places that I simply cannot afford. I brought this up and she said that it would be more equitable if she paid a bit more when it came to the rent, considering she makes much more money than I do, and so it would make sense if we're going to be looking for more expensive places to live. I suggested a 60-40 split, which would give me some room to breathe financially and really not affect her that much. When I suggested this, she basically laughed at this and thought I was joking. When I said I was serious, she said it's only fair that we split everything 50-50. I don't feel entitled to her money, but I am also hurt by her reaction to this, as I would do it for her if the situation was reversed. I feel like she's treating the relationship like a roommate agreement rather than a partnership. I'm not sure how to approach this now, and I feel like a loser bringing it up again. On the other hand, I need to do something, as a 50-50 split would be a genuine struggle for me. All the while, she would essentially have my entire salary as disposable income. My friends have suggested lying to her about the rent and pocketing the difference. I'm obviously not keen on this and would never do it, but I'm at a complete loss on how to move forward from here. What should I do? First off, in my opinion, I think you should ignore your friends and not lie to your girlfriend. By lying about how much the rent is and then trying to pocket the difference, you're basically stealing from her and that is just wrong. That is simply a one-way ticket to getting broken up. On the other hand, if she really is serious about the whole 50-50 thing, then she needs to get serious that the budget has to match the lowest income. So if your salary is literally twice as less as hers, then you need to look for something that's in your pay range, not in hers. You can't be expected to pay for this stuff that you don't make enough money to pay for. That's just ridiculous. And I'm personally surprised by her reaction of laughing at you when you suggested a 60-40 split. I don't think it sounds that unreasonable, since she makes twice as much money as you, to suggest that she would pay more since she makes a lot more than you do. I think most of all, I wouldn't sign any kind of lease yet unless you're able to afford it. Worst case scenario, I think you just don't live with her. And honestly, by the way your girlfriend's acting, it doesn't sound like you two are ready to live together. So I wish you the best of luck in this situation because this sounds like a rough one. Because if you're not careful, you're going to run out of money really quick. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.